Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. Today, Nikki is going to share with us a little bit about what she did at her recent officer retreat. I think she has a lot of really awesome ideas to share and a really wide array of things that you can do, whether you're in person with your officers or virtual. Yeah, so this year was a goal. It was a goal of mine to really focus on utilizing my officer team better than I have in the past. And I really wanted to use my officer retreat as as a kickoff for the year for that. Of course, you know, it, it looked a little different. We were fortunate we were able to have our officer retreat in person. Thankfully, in North Dakota, things look a little different than some of you listening. So I will say that was that was nice. But this was a goal. And it, and it kind of came from mini masterminds. So we had uh, Sarah... Nurswick and Hannah Wedger on as guests prior to this. And, and one thing that was a challenge to us was uh, engagement. And I, I wanted to focus on, um, I mean, they challenged us to look at problems in our, I don't want to say problems, areas of opportunity uh, in our chapters. And some people looked at data uh, in their chapters of who's joining and, and found ways to to open up the doors of FFA to some students that maybe aren't joining and why aren't they joining. I chose to focus on involvement starting at my officer level so that way I can empower my officers to get more kids involved. So this was, I've never done this before. I am by no means an expert and I utilize a lot of ag teachers out there uh, their help to make my officer retreat amazing. So I'm going to give shout outs to those people because without their resources and their suggestions, it wouldn't have been as good as it was. We only did one day. We started at 11:30 and we went till five just because surprisingly during COVID, it was still hard to plan one because my kids were busy. Uh, not something I anticipated, but we chose one day and we made the most of it. My kids had a lot of fun. Uh, so I'm just going to go through some things and Brianna, make sure you jump in, um, throughout. I want to start by saying I did an officer book and I used a perfectly planned officer bundle. You can find this on Teachers Pay Teachers. This is, this is made by April Davis, which is, a, she's an ag teacher. And I had purchased it, a, I don't know, a year ago and never actually used it. And I printed it and had every intention and it just never happened. So this year I told myself it was getting done. So I'm going to talk briefly about some of the things that I've, that I added to this to this binder but if you have not purchased her officer planning bundle go and do it because it was well worth my money and it was a really great foundation for me to like add in the things that I wanted and it was really easy to do that with so I really like and it. it's great too that you can save it year after year yes she makes physical ones as well which are awesome but with the, the bundle on her teacher pay teacher store, then you can keep it year after year and, and just print off what you need. Or maybe you want to split it up and do a section in the fall and a section in the spring. It makes it easy to do that as well. 
Yeah, and I actually, we're going to be using this, this um, book throughout the whole year is our goal. So that's why I'm kind of organizing it the way I did, because we're going to use, we're going to continue to use this. But April Davis makes a lot of teacher planners, great things. I chose to purchase the digital version and I just printed, I printed them. I laid it out on my table in the teacher workroom and I basically pulled and moved things around how I wanted it to be organized. So I am not using it in the order that she has in the book, but her book is easily modifiable. And I just printed, printed it. And she also has a free resource of a really cute like officer cover. So thanks April for having that free resource because I printed that on cardstock. And then I just like spiral bound this. Um, we have a little binder machine here at the school. So that's what I used. Uh, we started with um, her, she has a couple intro activities and the one that I love is an officer interview. She's got some great questions on there. And it was really fun for my kids to get to know them, but to get to know each other. But the one strategy that I utilized uh, that I wanna share is these scratch off stickers. So I found these scratch off stickers at Target in their uh, dollar section. And you can also, Brianna, you found them on Amazon, correct? Yeah, I believe you can buy them in larger quantities on Amazon. They're a little bit more expensive than Target, but um, that's an availability too if you don't have a Target near you. Um, I don't have one near me, so it's an option. Yeah, so in this package, it was a dollar for 84 stickers from Target. So if you can still get your hands on these, do it. But what I did is when my officers came in, prior to on a note card, I, you know, wrote their name really small, small enough. So when I peel the sticker and put it over their name, then I passed them out and then they scratched off. And then the name that they saw under is who they were paired with. So great grouping strategy in your classroom. You could use this in a variety of ways. Maybe you want, you know, maybe they're going to research a commodity and you have the commodity written under there, or maybe you just have numbers. So their paired number um, is who they're in a group with. Lots of cool things, you know, that you can do with scratch off stickers. My kids were like, this is the coolest thing ever. And I paid a dollar for them. So it's kind of like Brianna, when you buy a really expensive dog or cat toy and your pets just play with the box. That's basically my, what my kids were excited about was <laughs> to scratch the sticker off. I'll but their officer interview was legit. I loved this. Uh, April did a nice job. So I'm going to rave about her book. Buy it, everybody. Um, Brianna and I did a Get Your Virtual Teach On conference this summer. And within that, they had these quotes. And so I really liked them. So I implemented them throughout the officer binder. You can make your own quotes. Maybe you have a blank page and the officers make their quotes. But an example is be afraid and do it anyways. So I have those throughout and that kind of divides up my binder in sections. So it's just a one page color document that says be afraid and do it anyways. Then shout out to our friend Whitney. If you don't follow her yet, uh, Learning with Landman. We talk a lot about Whitney. She's our biggest fan. Um, but she really got Brianna and I into the Enneagram personality test. 
And so I thought this would be a great thing to do at my office retreat. And ironically, when I really dug into April Davis's book, she had the Enneagram at the back of her book anyway. So I was like, mind blown. Um, I have to do it now. So I had my students do the Enneagram personality test. Look that up online. It was super fun. And we like compared the Enneagrams. Uh, out of my eight officers, four of them are eights. So any of you that are an Enneagram person, I have four kids that are the challenger category. And I also am like a very close eight. So we discussed how that could be good and how that can be bad. And it was super cool. Another thing that I included that I'm going to share in the resources was the Mr. Potato Head activity. Now, Brianna and I did this Mr. Potato Head activity in our national FFA teacher ambassador training. And we were actually sent a like legit Mr. Potato Head and we had to, they challenged us to like, create our own little Mr. Potato Head that represented um, our year as an ambassador. And um, it was really cool. And everybody's was different. And I loved it. So I modified that. And I found stencils online. So I got this off of um, a free blog. And you just print them on colored paper. So I challenged my kids to create their own leadership. Mr. Potato Head. So they had to put together this Mr. Potato Head and they had to showcase themselves as a leader. And that was hard for some of them. I also said they had to include something that represented their office. So the treasurer included like dollar bills and it was holding in their hands. But it was really cool to see my kids explain to each other how they feel themselves as, as a leader through their little Mr. Potato Head. Like one girl um, said that she put like a megaphone as her leader because she likes to cheer people on. And I was like, that's so nice. So we have these little Mr. Potato Heads. And then I had a little sheet that just has their name and their office, why they're proud to be an officer. And I'm gonna actually put this up in, as a bulletin board a picture of the officer, their Mr. Potato Head, their little description sheet. Then later on, once we did their Enneagram test, they had to go back and add something that represented their Enneagram. So my Enneagram, my 98% Enneagram is a three, which is the achiever. Those of you that know me know that that's very true. So on my Mr. Potato Head, I could have went back and put a ribbon because I like to achieve. Um, so they, they like read up about their Enneagram and they had to go add something to their Mr. Potato Head, which was really cool. Uh, I know this is, this is how mine and Nikki's brains and conversations go. How cool would that be like a first day of school or first week of school activity? You know, maybe it's your students representing what their summer looks like. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a foundational SAE idea where they have to research about the proper PPE for their you know, SAE, or maybe it's a shop. And dress state. their potato head up. I yeah. love that. So that's that a side really tangent. Cool. Um, another way you can modify it, but. Yeah, well, resources will be in the link. Take it, make it amazing. If you're interested in Enneagram 
if you go on Instagram to learning with Landman, she, she walks you through how she's going to do the Enneagram with her students. So I did it with my officers. You can do it with your students. She has some great things. So learning with Landman. Uh, moving on, I, I, I start to include more of the perfect, perfectly planned information. So we, we moved on to officer responsibilities and students actually created their own contract, which was really hard for me because they were just sitting there and talking and I was like sitting in the corner and they did a really good job though. They included a really good list. I added one thing, which was, I want to meet as I want to meet weekly with my officer retreat with my officer team. And I, so I added that and they were totally okay with that. So what we did then is they signed their contract and on, I think it was on Instagram, I saw this elementary teacher post where they make their classroom rules, but then they with ink put their thumbprints and sign it. So I modified that and I just had them color their thumbs with markers because I couldn't find my ink pad. It's somewhere, whatever. So they found their color marker and they colored their thumbprint and they pressed it on their contract and they signed it. So I'm gonna also include that on our, our officer board, which they really liked that. Uh, they were really into it, which was surprising. I thought they'd think it was cheesy, but uh, so we did that and I used, I used April Davis's perfectly planned contract. She has a really cool activity to do that. I just added the whole thumbprint thing. So when you buy her stuff, you're going to see that. When I think that's fun too, to go back and evaluate, like maybe the midpoint and the end, like how are we reaching our goals? Are we, do we need to do something differently? Like you all signed this contract. So let's keep our, each other accountable to it. Yeah. And you could do that thumbprint activity with your classroom rules if you wanted, you know, maybe it's their shop safety test, um, things like that. So cool modifications for that as well. I then moved on to, they set goals. So I walked them through SMART goals and I required that they set a personal goal and then an FFA goal. And we got this next uh, thing that I did, I got from Amanda Hiddle. She's an ag teacher in North Dakota and she did a workshop this summer for ag teachers. So shout out to her because I got this from her and my kids really had a good time. So once they wrote their goal and they learned what their responsibilities were as a chapter officer, they had to make an officer poster. So I required that it had their office name, their name, and then it also included their two goals and images that represented those goals. I'm going to then put those up on the same bulletin board uh, for those kids to constantly be looking at. So uh, I got this from Amanda. She did it a little differently than I did, which is totally okay. My kids really loved it. And they got really creative with their little officer posters and it was super fun. And then they had a, them as a team, they each made a goal for the chapter, their chapter officers. And then we discussed which two we would do. And ironically, there was a huge number of goals all related to recruitment. So they, then they modified. And then we found an area of weakness that 
at our district leadership, we haven't been submitting our officer books. And so they felt that that was an area that as a team they could work on. We also have uh, a student advisor and a parliamentarian. So those two kids also, or and the Sentinel, excuse me, because they don't have officer books, have found things to do within the chapter to help me um, with our point system and other things. So they then made a poster um, about their goal, same like their office, but it was just the chapter goal. So we'll hang those up. Um, and I really liked that. And I have a ton of pictures too. I'll throw in the in the Google Drive, I'll also link to Perfectly Plans Teachers Pay Teachers site so you can go ahead and purchase her book because you're you're going to love you're gonna love it. Then I did an activity that I got from the Accelerate Conference. It's called the Plate of Priorities. And basically I gave them all paper plate. And I told them that they had to divide their paper plate, this is kind of like a pie chart, into school, self, and relationships. And I have mine from Accelerate, so I showed them. Mine was represented by uh, relationship, self, and career. So their career portion is school, their relationships is like friends and family, and then self, that's where I said that they needed to put uh, their job or hobbies, other things. And they built this pie chart and they filled it in. So within the school pie, they had to write everything that they do. And in the relationships, they had to be very specific, everything that they do. So example would be in relationships, uh, texting friends. An example in school would be, for me as a teacher, it was career. So I wrote down um, I'm my own athletic director, educating stakeholders about ag ed, things, things associated with that. And in the self portion, you write the things that are for you. So examples, playing board games with family, starting this podcast, whatever. So we did that and I gave them time to fill out their plate of priorities. And it was really cool to see where their priorities fall because it was another way for me to get to know my kids. And then, then we discussed the upcoming year and I showed them my plate and I said, if I want to add something, let's say I want to get my doctorate. If I want to add that, how, how am I going to fit this on my plate of priorities? And we had this discussion because I wanted to empower them to say no. And I wanted to empower them to decide what things have to stay and what things have to go. And they're a new officer team and what, you know, what things are important to us. And that's a, and that's a big ask. And so we did that and then moved into starting to generate ideas. And that was really it was really cool and I'm, and I'm glad I did it. I almost didn't do the plate of priorities, but I did. And then I moved into an activity that I got from the Germinate Conference from Joe Ramstead. He is another egg teacher. 
He talked about the checks mix activity for parliamentary procedure. I modified it and I gave my students cards. And basically it was just, we were gonna generate this idea. So one girl was given the card of, you wanna start a garden and you're very passionate about this garden. All you wanna do is start a garden. Another kid got a card that said, you don't care if the garden gets started or not, but you do not have time to help. You can only talk twice. And when you do, you, you, will, you will mention how busy you are with football and you can't help. Another student got a card that said, you aren't really into gardening, but you can see how passionate your friends are about it. You offer your SAE project, which is building up and you offer to help build raised garden beds. Another person got a card that said, you do not want to do the garden. All you want to do is make tie blankets to donate. You will share twice about how you think the, the garden is a waste of time and all you want to do is tie blankets. So you write these cards up, you give them out, and we didn't use Parley Pro. It was just a discussion. I chose not to use Parley Pro because in my program, like we have two kids on here that are going to, into the eighth grade. They've never done Parley Pro in their life, uh, which is okay. My goal is to train an officer tra team, not a parliamentary procedure team. In North Dakota, your officer team is required to be your Parley Pro team. So that looks a little different in other states. So I just make sure that I have good officers because that's the foundation that I want to set for my year. And at each time they talked, I gave them a different thing. So one girl was peanut butter checks. Another girl was cashews. One boy was peanut butter M&Ms. Each, each officer had a different item. And every time they talked, they had to put, they were just given a cup. They had to fill it halfway and they got to put it in this, put it in this bowl to make this checks mix, right? After we got done, they analyzed the checks mix. We poured it out. They looked at what things were overpowering the checks mix, what things are really missing, and how we, how we as a team can help support each other. So our checks mix is more equal. So there's not too many pretzels. There's not too many peanuts. There's not too few of certain things. And it was a, it was a really cool way for them to visually see what it looks like when you support your teammates and also what it looks like sometimes we get really passionate about something and that's all we want to do and so although you might be sharing positively about something you might not also be listening to what others want to do so that was really cool we and we really focused on how can we support each other and i also empower them to say you might not have time to do something, but you need to be honest. Because if I tell Brianna, oh yeah, I can help you with this. And then you, you never do it. What's that look like too? And that's frustrating. And they really, they really connected with that. We then moved into planning our meetings. We do Having meetings is so hard. And I think that's a challenge everywhere. When do you have them? How long do you have them? You know, if you have them at lunchtime, it's not enough time. If you have it after school, then you have sports to contend with. If you have it in a meeting, then there's kids who can't drive. If you have it in the morning, who wakes up in the morning? So there's never a good time. So this year I used 
another scratch off sticker. They got a new partner and they got, they were put into teams and they each were given a month and they have to plan that month's FFA meeting. And we waited to choose dates because we still haven't heard from our school how next year is going to look like, but we planned anyway. And we really focused on, you know what, these plans might change, but that's okay. And we just have to roll with the punches. So we started planning. There's great resources in the perfectly planned binder with these uh, uh, monthly plans. And my kids just started planning. And we are going to check on these plans when we meet again. So I really liked that. Her book made like this that. really easy. I like that idea of planning them out like in advance. One thing in my previous school, we always tried to have a fun activity at every one of our meetings because it got more kids down there and it was just something fun to bring everyone together. Um, but I don't know how many times it was like, two nights before the meeting, we're scrambling, we're trying to come up with a fun activity. So having that in place, I really like that yeah. and how you split it up too. And I, the officers wrote down who had which month. So they didn't just write down theirs, they wrote down everybody's. And I said, now you know. And if you, if you need help, you have to ask. And I gave the sooner months to some more experienced officers and then i gave the newer officers later months so they have extra time <clears throat> so the next thing is april has a really cool activity uh in here called stop start and continue and it really fit perfectly with my theme of saying no our play to priorities and i wanted to empower them to know that they are their own officer team and that now that we looked at our plate of priorities, think about if there's things that we want to start, really cool activities, what are we going to stop? Because we only have so much time in the day. And I, and I told them, I don't want you to feel, you know, embarrassed or scared to tell me that you want to stop something. Uh, an example is we have Ag Day. We invite the entire school. So uh, we basically turn the entire shop into a living barn uh, and it's our egg in the classroom type activity it's a tradition and so we talked about if that's something we want to continue because it's a tradition that goes under the continue column but if you have this really cool idea you want to do a parents night for FFA for your your FFA parents that's a new thing. Who's going to plan it? When are we going to have it? And what needs to go? Because we can only do so much. And it fit perfectly with the theme and moving forward. And I, and I love this. So I probably would have paid for just this page. Anyway, then we moved into the POA and we discussed what the POA was. And that's basically what took us through our Oscar retreat. We ran out of time. We are doing monthly, monthly meet or weekly meetings. So we're going to move into more POA planning and focusing on cr moving those goals into our actual POA and then eventually our national chapter award. So yeah, that's kind of what we did. Uh, I'll share what I can with you 
in the Google Drive. And yeah, it, it turned out really good. One thing that I hope continues is if these weekly meetings work, looking at those goals, looking at our POA, being more proactive in writing our POA and working on a national chapter award. And I was nervous how this would look with how the year's been going, but I don't know of a better year to have implemented all of this scaffolding for me. And at one point we had a big discussion on our point system and I told the kids like, I can't do it, but they found that the point system was important and it needed to be done. And three of the officers that don't have officer books stepped up and said, can we do that for our job? And it was beautiful. And they were rock stars about it. I was also um, nervous because they have not been in a traditional classroom since, I don't know, when, when did we stop? When did we move to distance learning? Is it March 10th? Yeah, so they have not been in a classroom since March 10th. And I was like, you're going to come here from 1130 to 5. We don't have air conditioning in our building. And it was 80% humidity outside. So it was like 95 degrees out, which means it's 95 degrees in our, in our classroom. So that was cool, but they were rock stars about it. They had such a great job. I also had a, a few things that we needed to get done. We got um, some COVID money from National FFA. And so they sent a thank you. We just got a new principal. So they also wrote him a card to, and, and a gift. So we got, we got some much needed things that were done too. And it was, it was really great. We stayed in the school. We didn't worry about traveling. One thing we didn't get to that I plan to do is from Abby Brown, and I learned this at Germinate too, her battle boards. So if you're a Germinate attendee, uh, her battle board idea was mind-blowing to me, and so I'm going to be implementing those as well. So once we move into POA planning, we're going to create this basically living wall of it's a timeline of when we need to get things done, and, we're, and it's her idea of this battle board and it's just the months and we're going to focus on when things need to get done and it's going to be hung up. I don't have the wall space. She does. She does huge, like the big 3M sticky notes. I don't have that wall space. So I'm just going to do pages and I have a cupboard that they're going to go on, but we're going to move into that. So shout out to Abby for that amazing resource as well. I'm excited to implement that too. So Overall, it was really good. It went really quickly. It was so good to get back in the classroom and be with kids. And they and had like, a ton look of at fun. How much, look how much you got done, too. In right. Because like, you had lunch as well, right? Like, you got yeah. all got done in seven hours. Yeah. I tried to focus on what were things that they could do. So during lunchtime, they had to cut out their Mr. Potato Head pieces. They weren't told what they were for. They just had to have them cut out. So that sped up the process. We had a couple breaks during the breaks. They had things to do. Uh, for example, during one of the breaks, they had to go sign the thank you card. Um, so that helped being strategic that way. And it helped that I had this foundation from this perfectly planned officer book because it was everything that I wanted to implement. And I then looked at what she had and then I added in things here and there and activities that worked for my team. And it was a lifesaver. So I'm really, I'm really glad I used it. 
and made it a goal of mine. And now I have that, like you said, from year to year, she has, um, she had the month breakdown. I pulled all those out and I made, uh, planners for my officers. So they all got an officer planner. And so when we were planning things, I got to write in there. Other things that we gave them is FFA polos. They got, um, well, it's not in the mail yet, but I'm excited. Um, I purchased a sticker um, for their officer um, from an ag teacher from, and I'll put She's her- She's at the- at the APT yeah. Ag Teacher on Instagram, and she has a, a Etsy store, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, she sells on Etsy. So it has FFA and it has like really cute, you know, advisor, parliamentarian. So um, we we bought that. They also got, so they were really pumped when I was like, I got you a Hydroflask sticker, and they, I probably could have got them that, and they would have been happy. I also made, we have a laser engraver, so I made them all officer badges. So it's a magnetic badge that hangs on, or that they'll put on their polo. So uh, they really loved, they really loved that. They felt so official, but yeah. I was going to say how fun, you know, to go into the elementary classroom and they can yeah. wear the polo and their name tag. and Yeah. And it's great for when we want to look nice, but maybe official dress isn't the best thing to be wearing and they can still look good. And so they were so excited. They're like, you're spoiling us. And so I really wanted to start the year strong and I needed it as much as they did, um, that, that little boost. And I felt so rejuvenated afterwards, just like how much we got done. And I, I was just so impressed with their professionalism and how much work they did. And I was kind of nervous that it wouldn't have gone well, but they, they were rock stars. So I'm hoping that I've inspired some of you to do something similar. If you were looking for ideas, uh, now you have some, hopefully. And yeah, Brianna, can you just quickly highlight some of your favorite things that you've done at your officer's treats? I know you've taken kids places before. Yeah. So, and I apologize in advance. I have my dog here. He's kind of crazy sometimes if you hear like some feedback that's him um but yeah last summer I took my students to my parents lake cabin so that was really low cost but a lot of fun um to get together we've gone like to a hotel before and stayed there um camping at like a campground kind of resort going canoeing and stuff like that um other students lake cabins it's pretty big lake country around me I guess so um, that's what we've done in the past, but, um, some of my favorite things to do with them are just some kind of team building activities, um, which obviously is harder to do right now, you know, even if you are in person with social distancing, but, um, we always plan out kind of like the battle board. We always like having the whole year calendar laid out and all the activities we place in the months that they would be happening and that way we can say like if we know we host an ffa contest every february that takes a lot of students it takes a lot of time we probably don't want to put another big activity in that month so that way um, we can kind of lay out the whole year and see what what activities can go where and maybe what months have lower activities and we can maybe throw a new activity into that month when we aren't quite so busy. 
Um, and then we do weekly meetings with our officers too. And then we're always looking at that year, year uh, kind of calendar and saying like, okay, next month we have um, our egg in the classroom event. So what do we need to accomplish? But um, I think the battle board is a much more detailed activity that, you know, I'm probably going to try with my officers this year as well. Um, and then I always have my students make a contract as well and they all sign it and they kind of look at what are our goals for the year. Um, and then we take the activities that we plan out for that year and we identify who are some other students in our chapter who might be good at helping with the rodeo. And they might not be our officers, but they're other people that we can identify um, in the chapter and get them involved as well to be involved in the planning process and helping with that activity. Yeah, and, and we're gonna move into that too because I really wanna utilize our committees better. Uh, and that's something that I, I feel Brianna and her um, previous uh, program did really well. And so after we create our battle boards and we start to create this POA, now we're gonna lean on our other members. And in a small chapter, we have to. So I'm excited. You might have students too that they don't want the whole responsibility of being an officer, but they would sure love to help with the, the egg in the classroom activities because oh, they yeah. love teaching or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, 100%. And we just, we just don't always do a very purposeful job of making sure we're utilizing all of our kids. And so that, that's been a goal is to get more kids involved. And my officers recognize that it has to start there. And we, we have kids that want to help, but they can't help if you, we don't ask. So I'm excited. It's been a great year. A lot of the things that we talked about today are easily uh, modified for a virtual standpoint. So if you're having to do your, your officer retreat virtually, you know, take that challenge as it is. And I know that you can make and do just as impactful things with them um, from a distance. And I'm excited to try some of them too. I'm sure other people are in the same shoes as me. We haven't even chosen our officers yet because I just moved to a new program, but um, I know other programs have not selected officers yet either with, with online learning. So it might be your chance now to get your officer team figured out and utilize some of these ideas with your officer retreat. Or maybe you're going to do a, a mid-year officer retreat and you can, you can incorporate some of these ideas as well. Yeah, so hope you found some great resources here. Uh, definitely check out our Google Drive where we're going to throw some of these resources in there for you all to use. And make sure you like Here by the Owl podcast on Facebook and Instagram. If you have ideas for episodes or you would like to be featured uh, as one of our guests, please send us a message on Facebook or Instagram and introduce yourself. We'd love to have you.